Blog Talk Radio. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or your first job uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Elder Yahweh Israel, 
Yaqua bless you, say Israel. Up sea royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there, yo. One thing we know of, box sales have been lit. Curtains have went up. There's nothing for us to do but reveal a dark sands that have been hidden since the foundation of the world by a lot of manipulation. So I guess we're going to do that because that's exactly why we were um, chosen for these days. My fact, I'm always good for one. I can shoot from here at least one every now and then. So um, in the book of Esther, chapter 14, verse 12, down to verse 14, the elder, then we'll give some, uh, some Matthew 10, 19, and some Luke 12, 12. But every now and then, I can throw one out every now and then, but I don't make it no hat. So in the book of Esther, Elder, what is it say that we can read in 4, verse number 12 down to verse 14? Let's see what it says, Elder. The book of Esther, chapter 4, verse number 12 to 14 reads. The book of Esther, chapter 4, verse number 12 reads. They told to Mordecai Esther's words, verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Be not with thyself, that I shall escape in the king's house more than all Yagdad Judah. Verse 14. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to Yagdad Judah from another place. But you and your father's family shall be destroyed. Who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I got to, I believe I'm, I can pull a preach up on that, Elder. You know, that's, that's big topic there. You see, who knoweth? See, you don't recognize the sign of the time. Who knoweth? So, um, Isaiah, Elder. What does it say in verse 1, and then we'll skip down to verse 5, down to verse 8, then we'll leave it like that, and we're going to get something going on. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 62, verse 1, and 5 down to verse 8. Hey, yo, uh, y'all are Israel. What that say there? Come on. The book of Isaiah, chapter 62, verse number 1. Verse number 5 through 8 reads, The book of Isaiah 62, verse number 1. For Yagdah's sake will I not hold my peace. For Yagdah Judah's sake will I will not rest. Until righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burns. Verse number 5. For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. As the bridegroom rejoice over the bride, so shall thy Yaqua rejoice over thee. Verse number six. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Yaqdah Judah, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of Yaqua, keep not silent. Verse number seven. And give him no rest till he establish, till he make Yaqdah Judah praise in the earth. Verse number eight. And Yahweh has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength. 
should I no more give thy corn to be meat of thine enemy, and the sons of the strangers shall not drink thy wine, for the which you have labored. Hey! Go to Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, now, that was that. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, what that say to hell? Look at Matthew 10, verse 19. Look at Matthew 10, verse 19. When they deliver you up, take no thought how of what you shall speak, but shall be given you in the same hour what you shall speak. Mm-hmm. Chapter 12, verse 12. What's that say to hell? Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In the very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. You know, not believe that. But you know, I was looking at some more historical document facts on on some, you know, that we do uh, basically every year. And I was looking at some historical document facts which you can get from Wikipedia. Just go in there and, and type in some words that you hear me say, or uh, one of the six anointed camps say. You know, your computer, you know, find out whatever you got going on. I was looking at something about the Jedi that happened with George Washington when you go on your Wikipedia and find out about it. You know, George Washington, he ordered the Revolution War. George Washington ordered the destruction of the Jedi, the Iroquois, I-R-O-Q-U-O-I-S. That was the Jedi, that was called. He ordered towns and crops and everything to be destroyed. That was George Washington did. You know, that's the part he never tell you about. And then George Washington was called, he had a name that was not written in the sense of Esau's book. But his name was written in the Gadite book. It was called Iroquois. And they just called, just they called him Town takers, burners of town, devourer of villages. He destroyed town. You see? So that was they called, and that was in 1763. So that was they called George Washington, but I never heard that in, in none of the yeah. All I hear about George Washington is he cut down the cherry tree. <laughs> so we, we had to pass the grade on that. Then, after that, a little bit later, Abraham Lincoln came on the scene. Let's see what he did. So, when Abraham Lincoln ordered the decree in Thanksgiving to be legal, a legal national holiday during the Civil War, on that same day, he ordered troops to make vengeance against the starving Jedi called Sue's in Minnesota. The starving Sue's in Minnesota. So he he says on the same day that the Thanksgiving gonna be going on, he said, Go down there around Minnesota 
and get them Jedi that call schools that name they gave you. You know, they give you names like you got African American, Negro, and Coke. You got names not. See, but if you if you stay quiet long enough, you you forget about it in your history. Forget about it, but some of the ear cards kept up with the history. George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. All we know about Abraham Lincoln freed the, the slaves, but he never came back to get out what he did. How he destroyed them and and especially in Minnesota. And you can go on there and pull up a bunch of information on if you want to, and and bring in more again. You know, it always informs us on any extra information. I don't know about information, but he went on a frenzy on these days. And not only that, the church announced a second day of Thanksgiving celebration over the heathen savage. The Gaddites, during the feasts, they hang the heads of the Gaddites. The natives were kicked through the streets like soccer balls. Even the friendly Gaddites um, did not escape from this madness. The chief of the chief of the, of the Gaddites was, you know, he was a chief, and they took his head off and put on a pole in, in Massachusetts, where it remained there over 24 years. For 24 years, they had head on a pole. I never heard that out of the school system, and you're not going to hear it out of the school, school system. That's why bosses of the children like become humble. And in the book of Psalms, that Elder, in the book of Psalms, See, we come humble in the book of Psalms 69, verse 4. And, and what do what do we come and do, Elder 69, verse 4 of Psalms? Book of Psalms, chapter 69, verse number 4 reads. Book of Psalms 69, verse number 4. Psalm 69, verse 4. They that hate me. Without a cause, more than the hairs of my head. They that would destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. And that, and that's what we come to do six nights a week. And on that Sabbath day, it's do the same thing. It's bring back to your remembrance. Uh, give me a precept. Revelation 2, 4 and 5. Hill. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. What did it say? The book of Revelation chapter 2, verse number 4, and verse number 5 reads, book of Revelation chapter 2, verse number 4 reads, Revelation 2, verse number 4. Nevertheless, I have some word against thee, because thou hast loved thy first love. Verse number 5. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent and do the first work. For as I come as I will come unto thee quickly, and remove thy candlestick out of its place, except you repent. So we come to restore 
that we taken not away from you. And that is your history. That is the true history of Thanksgiving. Well, it's good as a, a morning day for the Gadites. Because if you start looking up the ancient maps of the Gadites, they had bad land everywhere. But as he saw his five sons upon the battle called the United States of America, closed the gap on all that. And now the Gadites is called Iroquois. They call it another long name we ain't going to mention. So they got a lot of names on them, just like we got a lot of names on us. But we try to restore back to you to understand that the things that we do not, the things that we do on these um, Thanksgiving days is not of the Bible. And we're trying to restore back to you what we're taking out away from you. That means even trying to tell you about your health. Y'all tell you, listen, if you are tired of seeing John Cook, tired of having all these pains on your body, first of all, you got to remember wisdom of chapter 16, verse 12. You got to remember that in Psalms 107, verse 20. You got to remember Matthew chapter 8, 6 to 8. You got to remember 107, verse 20 of Psalms, too. See, you got to get his word, but you got to get his word properly in the order that he got. Then Yahweh will rest with So he got a protocol about everything. So, matter of fact, he written something down. The angel came out of heaven. And he looked to rock. Eyeball to eyeball. And he said something to him, 10 verse 1. Hey, he said something to those here in 10 verse 1. And let's knock out the paw in grand style. So he said something. He came out of heaven and he seen Sirach the fear. And what did he say to him in 10 verse 1? Book of Sirach. Chapter 10, verse number one reads. Look at the right chapter 10, verse number one reads. A wise seer will instruct his people, and the government of a prudent man is well ordered. A wise seer will instruct his people. See, a wise seer will instruct his people. So nothing came, we got to 37 verse 23. So if we understand that that's how it starts when the angel come down, it comes looking directly down for the fear. And then suck that fear. So when we get a, a second witness on it, nothing ain't gonna change in 37 23, L. So in 37 23, ain't nothing gonna change. Let's see, let's see the order of things. Nothing change. 37 23 of the book of the rock. What does it say? The book of Sirach, chapter 37, verse number 23 reads, A wise seer instruct, instructed his people, and the fruit of our, and the fruit of his understanding shall live not. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is, Adam. So now, so if we understand, nothing don't change. 
So we understand how it goes off. So nothing changed again, I know. We go on to Salah 6 6. And with, with that understanding, so when we get to Salah 6 6, then skip down 35 to 37. And that same grand slam, the way you bring it, that you fall already in line again. Skip down 35 to 37, you let's, let's knock out the park. One more again, come on. The book of Surat, chapter 6, verse number 6 reads, Surat 6, verse 6, Be in peace with many, that will have had but one counselor of a thousand. Verse number 35, Surat 6, verse 35, You willing to hear every equality discourse, and let not the parable of understanding escape thee. Verse 36, If thou see a man of understanding, Get thee be times unto him, and let thy foot wear the steps of his door. Verse 37. Let thy mind be upon the ordinance of Yahweh, and meditate continually in the commandments. He shall establish thy mind, and give thee wisdom at thine own desire. Uh-huh. We'll give you a shout on redeem. You're going to get a quick redeem out there in verse 36 there. We can, we can, we can, let's look at 36 again and look at it compounded real chapter. Now, let's get a precept on this. Go back to Exodus chapter 3. And we come back to that verse 36. And now we're going to look at Exodus chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. And we're coming right back to that verse 36 again, you know, and we're going to see something. Come right back. Exodus chapter 3. Verse 15 and 16. What does it say Book of Exodus 3, verse 15, verse 16 reads. Book of Exodus 3, verse 15. Yahweh said more unto Moses, that shall thou say unto the children of Israel, Yahweh of your fathers, Yahweh of Abraham, Yahweh of Isaac, and Yahweh of Israel has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Verse 16, Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, Yaquah of your fathers, Yaquah of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen that which is done to you. Mm-hmm. So now, so we know the angel is talking to Sarah. He was there at that time. So now it got to be a, a word that go there because what happens in 36 that the world might put in the man can be hope and everything else, but no, 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 no. That verse 36 got to have some kind of biblical understanding to it in 36 because that's the problem we're in today. Because we go to what we see shining the brightest light, and that's the man that we be looking at. So that verse thirty six, we gotta look at that look at that man real carefully, and see what we can come up with a, a conclusion. You know, he, now you know he's talking to um, the seer. So now by him talking to the seer, he's saying something that reflects right back to three, fifteen and sixteen. Now he'll he's coming to hit with a pitch now. Now if you gonna Knock out the top, you're 
verse out again. Surah 6, 36. Knock out the palm, you ever come out. The book of Surah 6, verse 36 reads, If thou seest a man of understanding, yet he be tanned unto him, and let thy foot wear the steps of his door. Uh-huh. If you see an elder of understanding, that man has to be an elder because he's talking to the seer. If you see an elder of understanding, see, this is what we have because problems we in today. Because we be all over the place and we forgot there's a protocol laid out. See, when the seer receives a message, he gives it to the elder. So those of the six anointed caps must find the elder to find out, and the elders will be what's called got this hand around the, the head of them teachers. So that's what the elders responsibility. So he was telling you see an elder of understanding. Let them get to him big time. Because the seal's job is to get straight on over to them elders and get them prepared to take care of this man's business with no problem. Now, we're going to take a point on that elder. That's the that's excellent re- recovery there, elder. Uh, that was the excellent re- recovery. Because see, what we do, we be all over the place. We be down the fence of information all over the place. And, and the protocol is you make your first stop with your elder. And the elder will reflect you back to a teacher that they have already groomed up to take care of that business. Now, some teachers cannot handle it. Then it get back with the elders. That's where the book stops. But if it get uh, so critical where it got to get past, then those serious will step up in there. There go your protocol, elder. No doubt about it. Right there. That's the protocol. When you see an elder that has the understanding, he will reflect them right back to them teachers. Okay, well, get in contact with one of these teachers right here. And they will work you over a little bit with them. Now, if they get a little tight, they'll get with me. That's how I roll, you Let me get a case in four in the 16 count. We're going to family of 16, they and we're going to get a case in four. But here he comes. He's coming to town. He's coming to town. And let's see exactly what he do when he got there in the 16 chapter. We head into a, a city, a town. Called what in verse four down to verse six. We're going to First Samuel sixteen, go down to verse six. What's going on here? Come on. The book of First Samuel chapter sixteen, verse number four to six reads. Look at First Samuel sixteen, verse number four. And Samuel did that which Yahweh spake, and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the town trembled at his coming. And said, Come as thou peaceably. Verse number five. And he said, Peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto Yahweh. Sanctify yourself and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons. Called them to the sacrifice. Verse number six. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely, Yahweh anointed is before him. Mm-hmm. So you see that? So there's a tale. So remember, when that seer will receive that message from that righteous spirit, he knows once soon he gobbled it all up. 
he broke out running to find the elders. So when he broke out running to find the elders, the elders got it and they broke out running to find who? The teachers, one that was standing for the congregation. So he broke out running to get us, get with them. So that, that's the other thing. And once we back in order, guess what? Yahweh got no choice about the intervene. He got to intervene. So it's just not no any man. Any man will be will be that have a definition of 37 verse 12 of Sirach. He's still talking to Sirach. And what he say now about what kind of man that talks the right talk and gets the people on their feet there, Elder? 37 verse 12. What kind of man else? Elder, we're on the clock again, 37 12 in the book of Sirach. The book of Sirach, chapter 37, verse number 12 reads, But be continually with the Yaquali man, whom thou knowest, and keep the commandments of Yaquah, whose mind is according to thy mind, and will sorrow with thee, that thou shalt miscarry. So there it is right there. So it's just not any kind of man again. it got to be a Yaquali man. That's why the world is in a condition in the day. Because they don't know the protocol, and they break out running before they get the protocol, and they'll try to come up another way. And once they get had by coming up another way, then they'll be offended. They'll get offended. See? They'll get offended. But if you understand the protocol of the Bible, this is how it's going to work for Yahweh to intervene. Then when you hear something, you, you understand it. It ain't going to work unless the order of things is in order. So Ezekiel made a profound statement at Elder. He said something in the 38th chapter, exactly how the Almighty operates in days of old. He said, he said, Ezekiel, I want you to put in writing exactly how the Almighty operates in days of old in 38 verse 1 and 17. Let's see the same thing read in 1 and 17. Ezekiel 38, verse 1 and 17. What's that here? The book of Ezekiel 38, verse number 1. Verse number 17 reads, The book of Ezekiel, chapter 38. The book of Ezekiel 38, verse number 1 reads, Ezekiel 38, verse 1. And the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 17, The same Yahweh, thou he of whom I have spoken in old time, by my servant, the seers of Israel. Excellent. So that's how he wrote. And once the seer got his hand on his information, he breaks out running and looking for the mirror. And that's, and that's how this thing going to unfold itself. Especially starting the six anointed camps. And all six camps and elders got to be ready to deliver the knockout blow and get to their teacher, the one that's got me for the class. So in Hosea chapter 12, elders, verse 10 and 13, because let me tell you something. If we're going to be delivered, we're going to be delivered by what we can read out of this Bible. And we're going to be delivered. Let's see what it says we can read in Hosea chapter 12, verse 10 and 13. The book of Hosea, 
chapter 12, verse number 10 and verse number 13 reads, Book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse number 10. I have also spoken by the seers, and I have multiplied visions, and used similitudes by the ministry of the seers. Verse number 13. And by a seer, Yahweh brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a seer was he preserved. You see that? That's how it works. So by a seer. So if you wanna know what's gonna happen today, you look back look back at yesterday. But the seer responsibility is once he got this thing, he got he understand what's going on, it gets to the elders and the sixth anointed camp. It gets this thing right and gets them teachers and start teaching his Bible like it's no tomorrow because tomorrow is running very thin. Now let's preach up that hell in the, in the seventh chapter, verse 22 and 23, of the book called Acts. We're going to preach up on that hell. In Acts chapter 7, verse 22 and 23. Let's get a precept on that. What's that say here? The book of Acts chapter 7. Verse number 22 and verse 23 reads, the book of Acts chapter 7, verse number 22. Acts chapter 7, verse 22 reads, and Moses was learned in all the wisdom of Egypt. It was mighty in the word, and it was mighty in words and in deeds. Verse 23, when he was full of 40 years old, he came into his mind to visit his brethren, the family of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what did Yahweh say in 32 down to verse number 37? Let's see what Yahweh said. So it came in his mind. See, now Paul is pulling his verse. He's pulling it. And he is rehearsing the rights of that. And, and, and see what he says in verse number 32. That was going on. Thirty-two dollars, verse thirty-seven. What is that? The book of Acts, chapter seven, verse thirty-two through thirty-seven reads: Acts chapter seven, verse thirty-two, saying, "I am Yahweh of your fathers, Yahweh of Abraham, Yahweh of Isaac, Yahweh of Israel." Then Moses trembled and did not behold. Verse thirty-three. Then say Yahweh Put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place where thou standest is righteous ground. Verse 34. Have seen, have seen the affliction of my people, which is in Egypt, and have heard their groaning, and have come down to deliver them, and now come, I will send thee into Egypt. Verse 35. This Moses whom they refused sin, who made thee a ruler and a judge, same that Yahweh sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. Verse 36. He brought them out after that he had showed wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the reed sea and in the wilderness forty years. Verse 37. This is that Moses which said unto the family of Israel, A seer shall Yahweh your Yahweh raise up unto thee of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear. Mm-hmm. 
Now, 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 Paul was rehearsing the righteous act, so he let you know exactly from the left side and exactly what's going to happen from the right side. Look at the words they used in verse 37. Let me see if I highlight the words that were used. He says, a ruler, a judge, he appeared unto him, he brought him out, and a seer that Yahweh is raised up of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear. That's big talking, yeah. That's a whole lot of big talking. That's some great big talk talking. But remember, Paul is pulling his verse. He let them know exactly how it's going to happen in the day they was in by rehearsing that righteous act on the left side. So that's, that's what one of the greatest mysteries in teaching, Paul was, was telling those of the southern kingdom exactly how it's going to happen in his days and days to come. Exactly how it's going to happen. That's a big, not that big business there. So we got that down pat. And we also see Mother, Mother Eve coming on stage, so we can bring Mother Eve in, she's coming on stage. She said, look here, I want to holler that microphone a little bit too. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about, hollering that microphone to those that got an ear to hear. So now, Mother Eve, one of the mothers out of Camp One, got my bitch that see right. Yeah, but let you see it. Israel, a seed raw. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mother E. We know Mother E will get a commentary later on in the broadcast. So she says, see, just keep on talking, and then we'll get some on the table, and we'll bring a commentary before the broadcast comes to a short. So now we find out now we got a great understanding on this protocol. So, Mother E, in the book of Amos 2.11, can you have national audience all over 900,000 strong uh, what was told to Amos and 2.11, Mother? Hey, Mother, what was told to Amos, the seer in 2 verse 11? Okay. The book of Amos, chapter 2. Verse 11. Amos chapter 2, verse 11. And I raised up of your sons for fear, and your young men for Nazarene. If it not even they, oh, even thou, O oh, ye children of Israel, said the outlaw. So the angel came down to tell Amos to remind the children of Israel that he raised up your sons to be seer. Either didn't he, didn't he do that on the children of Israel? Give me a pre- and, and not only that, mother, in Amos 3, verse 1, 2, and 7, he was, the angel was continuing talking with them before he got to the middle. Because the seer job would get to the middle. The elders will find them teachers, and they got to be on point. It's on his time before them classes, where the fathers and the mothers and the children are at, they got to be on point. And Amos 3, verse 1, 2, and 7 says what? 
3, verse 1, 2, and 7. Amos 3, verse 1. Hear this word that the Yahweh has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, verse 2, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Verse 7. Surely, the Yahweh will do nothing, but he reveals his secret unto his servant, the seer. Mm-hmm. So, did anything change, Mother? In Acts chapter 3, verse 22 out of verse 27. And it, and it only out of, I be in Isaiah. No, I, I want to go to Kings first. I want to go to 2 Kings chapter 19, 1 through 7. I want to, I want, I want to get a little bit of that first. Then I'm going to kind of get a repeat on the series. He's going to bring that, he's going to bring this thing back up again. So in 2 Kings 19, 1 through 7, and 15 down to verse 37, they held them. Then Isaiah going to pull this verse. What we got to be clear of, that when when you hear something said, it's always coming from someplace. And we got to be able to bring that to their attention, that when you hear something said, it's always been said from somewhere else. Once upon a time ago. So Mother Eve, in Acts chapter 3, Verse 22 out of verse 26, what does it say? Acts chapter 3, verse 22 to 26. Verse 22. For Moses truly says unto thee, for Moses, for Moses truly said unto the Father, a seer shall be Yahweh, your Yahweh, raised up unto you of your brethren. Like unto me, him shall you hear in all things, whatsoever he shall say unto you. Verse 23. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He, hey, hey, hold on. Go back. Go back over that verse again. Uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 22 to 26. The whole world be listening to the sixth anointed camp to bark over to Israelites. And they and, and they they'll be up into the room, give the pass. And I, I wonder one day when we get there, that's where Yahweh gonna say, Okay, now you see what's going on. But see they but see they get they beat you in the room for wickedness. They're looking for some kind of way to overthrow you. Well see we should cut you off for that. Well, I don't get your radio station. You do what you want to do. But we still going to say what we got to say. Now, read that verse again and 322 again there, uh, Mother. Let's in verse 322. Acts 3, verse 22. For Moses truly said unto thee, Father, prophet, shall be the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Oh. Hold on, hold on, Come back over again, um. Come back over there. Come back over there again. Start again, Emma. Take your time, Emma. 
Okay, I'm going to read six times. For Moses truly said unto thee, unto the Father, a seer shall be, shall, shall the Yahweh, your Yahweh raise up unto you, for your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear and all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. Verse 23. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that fear shall be destroyed from among the people. 24. Yea, and all the prophets and all the seers from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of this these days. Verse 25. You are the children of the seers and of the covenant which Yahweh made of our father saying unto Abraham and and in the seed shall all the kingdom of the earth be blessed. Twenty six unto you first Yahweh having raised up his son sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from his sin. He raised up you first. He you is the 12 tribes of Israel, and you supposed to know these things because it's given to you first. Because the first thing do we come down to the seal. And the seal break out running and find a meal. And the elders go find them teachers. And the teachers stop and classes off, and they be teaching the father, mm-hmm. and the father be teaching the mother, and get down to the children. Now, that was the protocol of the Bible. But these things got away from us, and that's why we try to restore back to you what the elder read in, in 69 verse 4. We try to restore back to you what we taken out away. We try to bring back to you the reason why we have trouble in the body. Because the diet that we have consumed today is not our diet from the body. That's the reason why we most sickest people because the medicine that you get from the doctors of the now world is one medicine treat all. But see, as long as we got that mindset that one medicine treat all, <laughs> even the Constitution they call us three fifths of a human being anyway. But but now they are up the ante and tell you one medicine treats all. No, the children of Israel, one medicine don't treat all but the children of Israel. That's why the children of Israel got to understand that you is made different from the other nations. What they eat and get away with, you can't because you're violating the scriptures, and it's causing you to have 
form in the body because you violate the scriptures by thinking one fits all. No. You can't eat but they eat. Matter of fact, I hear a whole point, you You know, we hear one direction, there's no prison off there. You you you'll step on something out of bag up and, and take a look at that in the book of Daniel. See, understand something. The reason why we haven't helped from the body and that we got to remember that we were made a little different. Let's, talk, let's go to Daniel chapter 1 there. Now, Daniel the seer, he was on something. As a matter of fact, he was on something that I got to first. Before I get to Daniel chapter 1, I want to pick you a little business with Daniel there. Now, Daniel 3 verse 6. What kind of man was Daniel in 3 verse 6? What kind of man was Daniel? Daniel 6, verse 3. Let's talk about Daniel 6. The book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse number 3 reads, book of Daniel 6, verse number 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. Mm-hmm. See, the first thing, you've got to have an excellent spirit in you. If you and my own this Bible, can't let things all of a sudden just get you off track. Your spirit has to be excellent. And when your spirit is excellent, that means you can you be able to hear things that say it and it don't get you where somebody has to pour water down your back to get you to cool down, calm down. That's when you know who you're working with. Now, in the second chapter, Elder, let's talk about Daniel just for a minute. Let's build a case up with old Daniel. And let's build a case up with him. And, and what the Daniel says in verse 15 down to verse 23. We're going to see what Daniel said from 15 down to verse 23. Elder. What he said from Daniel 15 to 15 of that verse 23. We're going to Daniel chapter 2, verse number 15 through 23 reads. We're going to Daniel chapter 2, verse number 15 reads. He answered said to Arach, the king's captain, Why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Arach made the king, make the thing known to Daniel. Verse 16. And Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time, that he would show the king the interpretation. Verse 17. Then Daniel went to the, his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions. Verse 18. And they would desire mercy of Yahweh of heaven concerning this secret. And Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Verse number 19. There was a secret deep revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed Yahweh of heaven. Verse number 20. And Daniel and Daniel answered and said, Thus be the name of Yahweh forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his, 
Verse 21. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and set up kings. He gives wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Verse 22. He reveals the deep secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. Verse 23. I thank thee and praise thee. O thou, Yaquah, my father, who has given me wisdom and might, and has made known unto me now what we desire of thee. Thou hast known, for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Hey, that's, that, that, that's nice. That's nice. You, you, you heard what he said in verse 23? He said, talk to the spirit. He said, and thou have made known unto me now what we desire of them. See that? Now, soon, now soon as he got his hand on them, let's see what he did again in verse 17. Soon as he got, he thanks me out loud. But look what he did in verse 17. Immediately once he got his hand on the information he needs, what did he do with it here in verse 17? Verse number 17. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions. You see that? He, he, so he made it known to the male. So the seal got his hand on information, he went immediately and found the male. And when them elders get, he got to immediately go find them teeth. Oh. Immediately. He pulled that crank up a crab. They didn't already be informed on what to say, how to say it, when to say it. See, the seer's job is only is to get it to the elders. And the elders got to take it from there. Immediately get them teachers in place in the six and on the count to teach the fathers, mothers, and them children. Immediately. That's how I go. And, we, and if we find, if we can get this book running, wait. Yahweh got to fulfill what he got written. Mm-hmm. He got to fulfill what he got written. Once he looked down and see all. As a matter of fact, you know what he said he's going to do it, He said in Hosea 515. He said he's going to do it. He said he's going to do it. After he sent that angel down there, and an angel found the seer, and the seer go by the middle, and the other go by the teacher. He said, I tell you what I'm do. As a matter of fact, in 18 verse 4, let's, let's see what Isaiah said first to get warmed up in 18 verse 4. Hell, what did he say in 18 verse 4 of Isaiah? The book of Isaiah, chapter 18. Number 4 reads. The book of Isaiah, chapter 18. Verse number 4 reads. So Yahweh said unto me, I will take my rest. Now I will consider in my dwelling place like a clear heat upon earth, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. You see that? Wait, 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 say he's going to take his rest on what? On some earth. See, so you, you mean, y'all what? He, he kicked with a little earth? Yeah. He kicked with a little earth, too. He give him angels to earth. He give him that corn from heaven, too. So you see what he's going to do? He's going to wrap back on a little earth. I'm just going to sit there and watch. And remember, Yahweh, what thing he can't break is his word. 
If you don't know what Yahweh is doing today, look back at yesterday. See, all they're doing is pulling verses, pulling verses. Now, um, not give me a Hosea. So now when you read Hosea 5.15, you know where it's pulled from. Hosea 5.15 was real. The book of Hosea, chapter 5. Verse number 15 reads, I will go and return to my place to they acknowledge their offense and seek my faith. Their affliction, they will seek me early. Oh, uh, yeah. And their affliction, they'll seek me early. But, let's go back to Isaiah on that one. Now, see, that's me. Now, we got to go back to Isaiah on that one again. You say on their affliction. But, but, we the people, I mean, we I mean we love to get a third leg. We love to get a third leg. I mean, we go out our way, dip our neck, and get a third leg. Let's get a case in point. What do you say in Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 2? Now he, now, he, now, he up in heaven. He's talking to the man the same way in the 18th chapter when he said, you know, in Genesis, you know, you give a heart the same way learn. I know he's going to do right. He's talking to him. Now, Yahweh is sitting in heaven, and you know who's in heaven with him is all those big mental spirits there. Look what he says to them in heaven about a people that's on the clock as we speak. Two down to verse number eight. Hey, what he said, hey, y'all down in Israel. Isaiah chapter one, two down to verse eight. But Isaiah chapter one, verse number two through eight reads. Because Isaiah chapter one, verse number two. Hear, O heaven, and give ear, O earth. For Yahweh has spoken, have nourished and brought up children. And they have rebelled against me. Verse number three. The ox know of his owner. The ass his master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people do not consider. Verse number four. A sinful nation of people laden with sin. A seed of evildoers. Children that are corrupted. They have forsaken Yahweh. They have provoked the righteous one of Israel until anger. They have gone away backwards. Verse number five, why should you be stricken anymore? You will revoke more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole mind faint. Verse number six, from the sole of the foot even unto the head, there is no soundness in it. The wound bruises, putrefying sores. They have not been clothed, neither bound up, neither mortified with ointment. Verse number seven, for your country is desolate. Your cities are burnt with fire. Your land strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Verse number eight. The door of Yagda is left as a cottage in a vineyard, as a lodge in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city. Mm. It's on 12, down to verse 20. Mama may make a quick meal on that. It's on verse 12, verse 20. He said, look, see, now we'll make a little meal about these children of Israel. Because for, for you not to get excited in these days, 
when you see some things that you said, I'll be doggone. Who got ready to it on to verse 20? The book of Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 12 reads, When you come to appear before me, we have required that at your hands to tread my courts. Verse 13, Bring no more vain oblation. Incense is an abomination unto me. Your new moons and Sabbath, calling of assembly, I cannot away with it. It is sin, even the solemn meetings. Verse 14, your new moons and your appointed feet, my soul hated. They are a trouble unto me. I am very, I am weary to bear them. Verse 15. Hold that for one, Hold that for one, I got to get in and get a free number, Dave. I got to get a free number, Dave. Back up to uh, Samuel. I got to get a free number on that, Dave. Because you was riding that real comfortably. Let me see my bag up and get a little free up on that hill. Let's see if we get a free up out of that. Because you was riding that real comfortable. Now, um, in the book of First Samuel, in the book of First Samuel there, yo, And I got to give me a speech up on that, yo. Let's see. I, I know, uh, I, I got to bring it in. I tell you, let me hear, let me hear you stay real comfortable in verse number 18. Real comfortable. Stay, stay real comfortable like you just were in verse number 1918. The book of First Samuel. First Samuel 20? Yeah, pick it up verse 18. Stay real comfortable like you were. Stay real comfortable like you were. Mm-hmm. The book of First Samuel chapter 20, verse 18. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and thou shalt be missed, because thy seat will be empty. Verse number uh-huh. 19. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thou uh-huh. That's good. That's right, 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 that's and Saul said unto Jonathan his son, Wherefore cometh not the son of Jesse to me, neither yesterday nor today. Well, Verse good. number 34. Well, hold on, hold on. When it came to pass on tomorrow, which was the second day of the month. Now, verse 34. Verse number 34. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger. And did eat no meat the second day of the month. Yes. Now, we got we, we got that down pat. Now, we're clear that when we read this word called new moon, we know what it means, new moon. It's just a polluted word for month. Now, so we're going back to Isaiah again. And remember, 
them young lions got to be clear, and they got to take their lead from there. So you got to be clear. When we get here, we know exactly what goes there. Now, we come right back again at 1, 13, and 14 a.m. Now, you back at now. So after you back at the plate again, and, and, and the whole base is full now. So really, you're going for the grand slam, huh? Let's see in 13, 14, not the park field. Come on. The book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 13, verse 14 reads, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 13. Bring no more vain oblation. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new month and Sabbath, the calling of assembly. I cannot away with this. It is sin, even the solemn meeting. Verse 14. The new month and your appointed feast, my soul hated. They are trouble unto me and weary to bear them. Verse number 15. And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. <laughs> Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Verse 16. Wash you, make clean, for the way the evil you're doing from before my eyes cease to do evil. Verse 17. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve your oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Verse number 18. Come now. Let us reason together, save Yahweh. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Let they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Verse number 19. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Verse number 20. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be divided with the war, for the mouth of Yahweh has spoken it. And the mouth of Yahweh has spoken it. So that's what it's all about. See, we have to, like I said again, the level got to be raised up so high now on the truth that's going on in this world today, and we got to get to them. Teach them, get them prepared for these fathers, mothers, and children. But we got to make sure we stay in order to do so. Because one thing about it, remember Yahweh said, I'm just going to watch. And once Yahweh see the order thing, we got no choice but to come running in. And on that note, we found out, you know, Mr. Tillson came into the room, the in room for the last two minutes, real good. Don't bring our elder in, Mr. Tibbs, and tell you all about the broadcast and what's going on. You probably talk about the over 900,000 on the international side. It really is the most dust age, Yahweh. And he might make a couple of statements. I don't know. But we're going to bring him on and see what he got to bring to the tape. Number 97. And when he dressed his national audience, what are you going to say? All we do is the real with Jesus. So when we meet our others. Elder, Mr. Kim of Israel, time of Yahweh's Jewish. Yahweh be there, see right. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel, see Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Yahweh, Yahweh. We, we see you being around for quite some time, so you heard a whole big mouthful of things. But now you know you got to do your part in addressing this mass and the audience about what the Almighty put on you to tell them. 
take your time while we get up to Miracle Key and do your part and tell the national audience what Yahweh put on you to tell them you in the clock tonight. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And you always hear me say, that is a good thing. Because the more people that listen to the correct word about Yahweh, you notice how I emphasize that, the correct word of Yahweh, the more righteousness will be passed out among men, women, and children. Is what we need here today. Just like we got to celebrating that big feast that everybody celebrates once a year. Everybody had fun slicing on the turkey, on the ham, and everything like that, and celebrating that wonderful day that everybody celebrates, Thanksgiving. Well, we spoke about that, but we won't get too deep into it. We'll just speak as a reminder. You know, that Thanksgiving came up in the year 1614, if you check the date. But actually, it was not called that initially. It was called Thanksgiving, because while all the chiefs and stuff was in the, I should say, residing, talking over to peace treaty, they were killing all the Indians outside while they were inside, you know, speaking about peace. And after that, then they came and killed the chiefs. Well, some of them got away, like Spanto, as you heard. And they were able to pass the word, with, you know, which we hear today. In history, they have quietly shut out unless you looked it up. After they got through doing that, what else did they do? Well, we heard something called Dang's Row, spelled D-A-W-E-S, Row, R-O-L-L. It was where, after they beat the Indians up, put them on a reservation, they found out they put them on prime land, the growing livestock and vegetables and everything like that. So what did Esau do? I got to get me a piece of that land. So they came up with a $5 Indian, put $5 under the table in the government office, and claim your heritage as being like you was born Indian. It happened in the government just recently, not too long ago where Donald Trump used to tease this one lady, calling her Pocahontas, because she was supposed to have Indian blood, getting all the benefits and stuff from school, all kinds of grants, because she had Indian heritage. But after she checked it, she found out she only had 2%, just like those people that applied and said they had Indian heritage, turning around, paying $5 under the table. Well, I don't know what to say about that, but I will say this. We are in the voices of the truest of us. We have to be aware. By knowing the Bible scriptures and precepts, we're given this knowledge to know that we have many out there that camouflage the evil of confused teaching. And mostly it's confused, which transfers into evil. And don't forget the overly loud bump the gun bombs contest. The people that think they're right, they talk very loud, they're absolutely wrong. 
even using the Bible scriptures, as I've seen just recently, as verbal weapons against the bus that know. I want to take the book of Ezekiel and say that it explains aliens coming from outer space. My, my. Well, this is one of the reasons why the voices of Israelites are here. Welcoming and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Godfather's Ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's work, which we've even been questioned about that. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? Well, if they tune in and listen, they find out it comes from connecting the books, the words of Yahweh, your health, which we often speak of, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more. All this is done because you have not. It's the information you came to seek and have to look no further. You've now found it in the voices of the Trizalites. Try to God's out. We're open unto you on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And having no, no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. Our class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. The bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. Also, we have a website address. to use this on any one of your smart devices. Right on that search line, in the tribeyada.com. And after you click in there, once again, look for tribe yadah.com dash Israelites. We're doing this. will take you to a big line where you see some choices. One will be ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. However, any other device, you might see menus. But after clicking in, you'll still see choices. Still choose the ties and offers and doing so. Remember what it tells all of us that reads the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Seven says, Give unto the Aqua, O descendants of the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. Eight, give unto the Aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yaqua loves that you're forgiven. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give, according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you Dulcia's Yaguahua. Also for building a school, which is very well needed for all the bad teaching that's out there today. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods to continue to speak up on this program of the Yaguahua. Also while there, don't forget to check our calendar. It's there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. Also, there's a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. And to get there, this time on that search line, type three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Drive the Job down. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live 
online broadcasts. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yark One in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six demonic camps of Yaqua's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I have to remind you, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know is the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. Also, on another note, you might ask, please do not contact us here, your email, phone, or text, before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder is a cigar man. I don't see many memos, even now in addition to that, for Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224 600 And if that question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear the discouraging bell tone. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our today's program, you can catch the entire recorded show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, open up any search engine and enter Yaqua Radio Live. Look for Voice of the Truthalites Tribe of Yadav. When it comes up, choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal broad talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Talk which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even now your smartwatch. When you get there, we'll be listed under Ethnic Group, African American. Look for Voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Dal You'll find a room where hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yahweh's Word, we'll also be working for your Bible education. Now, call my there to answer any of the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, right in the shotgun. However, during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the board talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Tal Talk. But a continuing reminder I usually give. When we are given the scriptures to speak by the Seer, always remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do just that. I'll pass our program back to our seed of Israel, Say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Oh, I say, Hallelujah, I'm on that hour, and that was And you know, I, I remember, why, why, why you never have a title on the left 
The book of Jubilee, chapter 6, verse 33 through 37 reads, book of Jubilee 6, verse number 33, if they do neglect and do not observe them according to his commandment, then they will disturb all their seasons and the years will be dislodged from this, from this order. They will neglect their ordinance. Verse 34, now the family of Israel will forget and will not find the path of the years, and will forget the new months, the seasons, and Sabbaths, and they will go wrong to as to all the order of the years. Verse 35, For I know, and from henceforth shall I declare it unto thee, and it is not of my own devising, for the book lieth written before me, and on the heavenly tablets, the division of days is ordained, he say, forget the feet of the covenant and walk according to the feet of the Gentile nation after their error and after their ignorance. Verse 36, there will be those who will surely make observation of the moon. Now in the strip, it disturbs the season that cometh in from year to year, 10 days too soon. Verse 37, for this reason, the year will come upon them when they will disturb the order, make an abominable day, the day of the covenant, the unclean day of feast day. And they will confound all the days, righteous with the unclean, the unclean day with the righteous. For they will go wrong as to the month, Sabbath, and feast, and jubilee. Read verse 33 again. Hey, y'all, read that verse 33 again. Book of Jubilee, chapter 6. Verse number 33 reads. Book of Jubilee, chapter 6. Verse number 33. If they do not, but if they do neglect and do not observe them according to his commandments, then they will disturb all their season, and the year will be dislodged from this order. They will neglect their ordinance. You see that? He said, now, if they don't do the feast, and they don't do Sabbath and everything according to his commandments, they have a commandment on how you do these feast days, how you do the commandments, he gave an order, and that's what we're going to walk down that avenue because it ain't no accident. So he said, you're going to go wrong if you don't do it according to the, the commandments, that means laws, statutes, and commandments. You're going to go wrong. But you don't follow what he said, you're going to start messing around with that moon, and you're going to come in 10 days too soon. So the majority of the Israelite camp, forget about the Christians, because the, the Christians, because they're going to do Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year, so they're going to be out all this way. It's not the Israelite camp. When you're doing the moon, you're going to go wrong. 
You're going to be 10 days too soon, and that's why every feast in the Bible, you've never had it already. Okay? And you'd be 10 days too soon. And we're going to show you that right now. So ain't no accident. So now Elder, Mr. Till, and, and, and Mother E, tell me one down to verse 8. Wait a minute, Mother. Exodus chapter 1, tell me, make it one down to verse 6. Exodus chapter one, I mean twelve. Thank you. Thank you, Leo. Chapter twelve, one down. Tell me twelve, one, one to verse six. Wait on me. But here was this. In Proverbs chapter three, I might, I might make a little meal out of it. Peter verse one. Peter verse one. And we're gonna read down until we get our point. Peter that verse number one, Elder. Proverbs chapter 3, particular verse 1, come on. Elder, Mr. Tibbs, come on. In the book of Proverbs chapter 3, starting at verse number 1, says, My son, forget not my law, but let me, but let thy mind keep my Torah instructions. Two. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Three, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind thee about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine mind. Four, so that thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of Yahweh in thee. Five, trust in Yahweh with all thy mind and run not to thine own understanding. Lean not to thine own understanding. I'm correcting it. Five, trust in the Yahweh with all thine mind and lean not to thine own understanding. Six, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Seven, be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Yahweh and depart from evil. Eight, it shall be thine, it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Nine, honor the Yahweh with thy substance, first fruits of all thine increase. Ten, so that thy barns be filled with plenty and thy shall burst out with new wine. Eleven, my son, despise not the chasing of the young one, neither the weary of his direction. Twelve, for whom the young one loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son, and whom he delighteth. Thirteen, happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. 14. For the that's it, 13. That's it. That's it. So, X 13. So, and hey, Elder Yaga is going to read that verse again because it's Camilla. A lot of times, uh, the chicken span do not be as clear as we want to be clear. So, read that 633 again, and Mother had that 126 waiting on me again in Exodus 
12, 1 through 6. We can, um, you believe, one more game, the elder, that's 633. Elder, y'all got Israel, come on. The book of Jubilee, chapter 6, number 33 reads, But if they do neglect and do not observe them according to his commandment, then will they disturb all their seasons, and the years will be dislodged from this order. They will neglect their ordinances. Mm-hmm. He said, if they don't do the feast days and the Sabbath days according to the commandments, statutes, and laws, you're going to go wrong. And majority of these Israelite camps that teach the Sabbath day right, you go wrong on them feast days by messing around with that moon. He said, because we're going to find out now, did Yahweh instruct us at all on his law, statutes, and commandments to do anything concerning that moon. We're going to find out. And mother, in the 12th chapter 1, down to verse 6, let's see can we find out right now. We go on and take a look at Exodus. Now, the children of Israel, they're coming out of Egypt. Now, let's build a case up there, mother. They're coming up out of Egypt, mother. Mm-hmm. Now, they're coming. Now, you got them out. You know, got them out of Egypt, Mother Eve. And, um, matter of fact, back up to verse number 11. I want to walk into this there. I want to walk into this, Mother. And the 11th chapter, Mother, took me around by verse 7 down to verse 10. Hey, Mother, Mother Eve. We go on to Exodus chapter. 11. And we'll pick it up verse number 7 down to verse 10. Let's do the case. Take your time, mother, because we own something. Come on. 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. Chapter 11, Exodus. verse 7 down to verse 10. Exodus chapter 11, verses 7 to 10. But again, any of the children of Israel shall not, but again, any of the children of Israel shall not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Again, but again, but again, but again, okay, but again, any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast. That ye may know how that the Yahweh do put difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Verse uh-huh. 8. And all these thy servants shall come down unto me and bow down themselves unto me, saying, Get thee out and all the people that follow thee. And after that, I will go out. And he went out from that road in a great anger. Verse 9. And Yahweh said unto Moses, Petro 
shall not hearken unto you, that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. Verse 10, And Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and the Yahweh hardened Pharaoh's mind, so that he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Now we have a nice take. So, so sometimes you hard in your head that you won't do right. So now, now we go twelve one down to verse six, mother. Now let's go to twelve one down to verse six. What is that? Exodus chapter twelve, verses one to six. Verse one reads. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, verse 2, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Verse three. Hold that point right there. Hold that point right there. Right there. So now, Yahweh have now got the children of Israel understand so he talked to Moses. Moses in the place of Yahweh. He said, No, not he said now. Whatever's been going on for the last four hundred years, Dale, and your father's time, don't worry about it. This month will be the first month of the year to you. So that means whatever whatever they had in their mind, he said erase it out the head. Now, El Mr. Kill, what money is talking about in 13, both, 13 verse 4 and verse 10 of Exodus? Now, what is he talking about in the 13th chapter, verse 4 and 10? What money is he talking about and what and what about this month in verse 10? El Mr. Kill, 13 verse 4 and 10 says what? Okay, is that in the book of Exodus? Yes, sir. In the book of Exodus, okay. 13, 4 and 10. Okay. In the book of Exodus, looking at chapter 13, verse number 4 and verse number 10. Verse number 4 says, This day came ye out of the month of Abed. 10 says, Thou shalt therefore keep this ordinance in the season from year to year. So you see, so now we know what this month means. So now we know, we clear now what this month means. So when Mother read 13, verse 2, so this month is the month of A.B. So Yahweh put a name on it. This month would be A.B. So when you start to counting about the order of Yahweh, the first month to you will be a bill, a bill. So that's how you look. You don't go to know Julian, Gregory. You don't get caught up in that kind of conversation. You remember, you follow the rules and regulations out of, from under what Yahweh say. That's the game thing. Follow what he said. So now we know how to read verse 2 that Mother read this month, the month a bill, this day. Yeah, what do you mean, A-Bill? You, you pop them in 13, verse 4, 
this month is a bill. See, you want to stop them on the other side of here, and you do this first month from year to year. So if you left out the moon, you ain't going to never get nothing year to year right. Because you'll be 10 days too soon. See? Everything got to be exact the way Yahweh said it, the way he put it down. But regardless of what they learned for them 400 years, all that's supposed to be erased from the head. So now I'm up. So this month is the month of Abel. And Abel will be the first month unto you, regardless of what Julian and Gregory and all these counts. That don't mean nothing. He's looking. Abel is the name I'm going to put on. I'm going to give you. And you start your first month right there. Good. Now, let's see he says, mother, to do on the first month of A.B. Let's see he says, and now, we're gonna be, now what we're going to be listening to is anything that's trying to make any move observation. That's what we're going to be looking for. We're going to see what's the tenor of the order of Yahweh. Verse 3, what does it say, Mother? Exodus, chapter 12, verse 3. Speak you unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of the month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the family of their father, a lamb for an Oh. Yes, stop right there. So now look, look because we, we're doing some edifying there, Mother We're doing some edifying on these early Israelite camps. So now we know this month means a bill. We got that down there. Mm-hmm. Now, Yahweh is still speaking to Moses. He said, now you, now you go speak to them, the congregation of the children of Israel. So now you know if Moses wants to speak, he was going to take it to them, the male. He took it to Aaron was to see at that time, and he was the Yahweh, so, and the male was to find them keepers. So that's what he's talking about right here. He said, now you go tell them that we got a month called Abel. Mm-hmm. Now, he counts you out 10 days on the 10th day of this month. This is what I want you to do. On the 10th day. So that sounds like a count system. You say you count 10, and then this is what I want you to do on that 10th day. But we ain't got to, really got to read all that. Sit down to verse 5. We're saying 5 and 6, mother. Verse 5. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from it from the sheep or from the goats. Receive. And you shall keep it. Call your verse out, Mom. Call your verse out. All right with power. Exodus chapter twelve, verse five. Verse six. Hold on, Mom. Make it verse six. Take your time. Take your time there, Mom. Just right back and look at verse six and deliver. Verse 6, Exodus chapter 12, verse 6. And you shall keep it up until the 14th day 
of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel to kill it. And uh, Taking care of my law, catching commandments. Did I say anything about the moon? 
the Bible said nothing about a moon, and I'm giving you the recipe of how you're supposed to do the feast day. You begin, and you remember what the elder read in 633. They're going to neglect to do the laws, statutes, and commandments, and, and, put, and you're not going to follow orders. And you will make observance of the moon when it comes down to feast day. And you will go wrong. You will be there 10 days to do. So now we read when he gave this order to the children of Israel coming about Egypt. He told them, when you got out, you've done your 400 years. You'll come up out of Egypt. You're out of there. Now this month will be the first month for you. And Moses will know what this month is. 13 verse 4. A deal. So I want you to do this month and verse 13 verse 10 from year to year. So it will be not based upon nothing but year to year. Okay, good. So we got that out there. So now we clear that when you're doing the feed phase of Yahweh, it always starts at evening. Well, what time is evening? Whenever the sun goes out. That's how you know evening. You look out the window, or you stand outside and see when it gets evening. Like when it was called a clothes on the feast day yesterday, I mean, regular Saturday. You look out the window and see what evening said the class is over. And that was the end of it. And that's what we're talking about. You ain't got to be out there see if you look up in the stars. You got to look out the window. That's what he did. I just seen the out of the seat. I seen call that hand from sitting in the seat. That's what I see. I have my back turned, but I did see it. So go see it sometimes you see behind it. The high it is, too. All right, good. Now, well, we see the young line came in on stage, and I don't know if he's coming peacefully or not. We're going to find out if this young lion coming to people from the hills is uh, they crank up real good. And and every young guy Israel, we pick it back up at 14 out of verse 19 after we bring in the young lion and see if he's coming peacefully on page 97 and see if he have any, any announcement he want to say about who else can to broadcast what the Almighty put on him. We took the time bringing uh, Brother Micaiah Israel, one of them up and coming teachers at the hills. I brought him real close. So they know he got to carry on. No doubt about it. So when you meet Brother Micaiah Israel, up and coming teacher out of Camp One, with a loud voice, you say, Brother Micaiah Israel, y'all probably right. Brother Makai Israel, what's on his microphone at WCC? Hmm. Brother Makai Israel, that's why you just see right. Uh, see, we got a little microphone problem with him. Give him a few more minutes to he'll come back in. All right. All right, I, I tell you what, you know, when you 
when your microphone is, is um, put up, give me a do walk, do walk by saying hallelujah. Wah. So until that time comes, we'll go back to our elders, Yahweh Israel. And now we're going to pick up the verse 4. Now, see, now what we're looking for, a Nayel, for the national audience. Come back to that Jubilee 633. One more again for the national audience. Sake. Read that again in Jubilee 6, verse number 33. What is saying, all the young guy Israel? Come on. The book of Jubilee, chapter 6, verse number 33 reads, But if they do neglect, do not observe them according to his commandments. Then they will disturb all their seasons, and the years will be dislodged from this order, and they will neglect their ordinances. You see that? Now, 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 give me a, give me a, give me a way, and they're gonna go wrong. You throw that in, they're gonna throw that in. You might as go for the, put the, or they call it, gonna put the, the killing part on it. Now, give me that verse right there, thirty-three and uh, and what? About they're gonna go wrong by doing what? Book of Jubilee, chapter six, verse thirty-four reads, and all the children of Israel will forget, will not find the path of the years, will forget the new months and seasons, Sabbaths, and they will go wrong as to all the order of the years. If you don't, if you don't do this feast days and Sabbath days by the laws, statutes, and commandments, you're going wrong. You're going to forget the order he gave Moses. Moses is the foundation of these feast days. Tell Moses, say anything to Moses about a moon. We're going to pick up verse 14 now. Yeah. So now we're going to be listening for any signs of the mighty one missing the word called moon at any time on these feast days. We're going to find out. This is how you prove those of other Israelite camps. And we won't know where you're getting this where you getting this moon stuff from. It's not in the order of Yahweh or is you're gonna find out. Fourteen out of verse nineteen, you ever come out. The book of Exodus chapter 12, 14 down to verse 19. We're going to find out something, yo. We, now, we own something, yo. And then, uh, and then tie it all in with verse 21. Now, we own something, yo. So take your time and uh, wrap it up a little bit because we, we got to take out some business. And 14 down to verse 19 and 21 and 24. Exodus 12, 14 and 19, 21 and 24. What is it there? The book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse number 14 through 19, verse 21 and verse 24 reads. Book of Exodus 12, verse 14. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. You shall keep it a feast to Yahweh. Throughout your generation, you shall keep it a feast by an ordinance. Forever. Verse 15. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses. Whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day to the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. 
verse number 16. In the first date, there should be a righteous assembly. And in the seventh date, there should be a righteous assembly to you. No matter work shall be done in them, save that which every man eat, that only may be done of you. Verse number 17. You shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, when this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall you observe this day in your generations by its ordinance forever. Verse number 18. The first month, on the 14th day of the month, at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at evening. Verse 19, seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. Whosoever eateth that which is leaven, even that soul, person, shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether it be a stranger or born in the land. Verse 21. 21. Oh, oh, 21 and 24, there you go. The book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse 21 reads, Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Try to take you a lamb according to your family and kill the Passover. Verse 24, You shall observe this thing for an ordinance, thee, and to thy son forever. Hey, that. He ain't good stuff, my, my elder. Let me say verse 21 there again. Let me say it. Let me tell Moses to do it in verse 21. Verse number 21. And Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your family and kill the Passover. You see that? So you see how important the elders in this work today. That's how important you are in this work today. When you get the message, you got to go find them teachers immediately. The quicker you still find the elders, the quicker you find them teachers. And they got to get to the fathers, the mothers, and the children. And look what they say. Look what he said again, elders, in verse 18. The book of Exodus 12, verse number 18. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month at eve, you shall eat bread, unleavened bread, to the one and 20th day of the month at evening. Now look at that. Now look at that. Now, now you see what he's saying. Once you draw to understand that a bill is number one, then you know what to do on the 10th day. That's a count system. Then you know what to do on the 14th day, which is a count system. Then once you come out of that feast day, you go into the next feast called unleavened bread. That's the 14th day. And it tells you exactly what you do. This, this sounds like a count system to me. This ain't about no even thinking about the moon. This is a count system. He says in verse 18, on the same first month, a bill, on that 14th day at evening, you know, it's time starts uh, at evening, so that means the latter part of the 13th day would be the 14th day. And then you keep it up until the 21st day of the month at evening. Now, 
if we go follow the Bible, it tells us exactly what you do. This is a count system, not no observance of the moon. Israelite count all over the world. This got his feast days have nothing to do with you even thinking about the moon. You get into the council. Now that's feast number one and feast number two. So you see that? That's the first two feasts. Passover and unleavened bread. Did you hear anything about a month? I mean a moon? No. So that means you have to pick that up from somebody else. Not good. Especially in leadership position. Because remember, the reason why the king tore his vessels up in other lessons, because he know Yahweh started dealing from the top and work his way down. Read that elder. Uh still read that elder. Read that in first Peter four, seventeen, down to verse nineteen. So you got to be clear. So don't be in a hurry to jump up in that position and cock because you can cause yourself a lot of pain that you don't need and it will be hard for you to explain. So in First Peter 4, there, you know, Mr. Kill, what can you read? Verse 4, 17, down to verse 19. Hey, see Mr. come up. In First Peter, Chapter, chapter 4, four. I believe you said. In the book of First Peter, reading uh, chapter 4, 17 to 19. 17 says, For the time has come that judgment must begin in the house of Yahweh. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the covenant of Yahweh? 18. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the unyahwali and the sinner appear? 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of Yahweh commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Mm-hmm. So he said, now, judgment starts, and that's why the king, another lesson, once he had finally got the true record, he ripped his, he tore his garments off with his fingers on it, because he knew the first one going to get the beat down is himself. And, and remember, Elder read in the early verses, um, he read in the early verses, look at this. And I'm going to go back to Ezekiel 3 and look at 17 down verse 21. The elder read all the way over 62 of the book of Isaiah. But Isaiah passed read on, read on down the line to, what we, to Ezekiel. Ezekiel pulled what he, what he said in Isaiah 62. Ezekiel pulled... And let's see what Ezekiel said that was angel came to him and three seventeen out of verse twenty one. And that's why you see him rip tearing his garments off and everything. 
you know, because they understand this thing right here. Get up and start from the top and work his way down. And that's why the fear will make sure they ever got it. So I can make sure I can get me some sweet sleep. Look we got written in 317 to 21. Come on now. Hello, Mr. Chip. Bring it on. Put a little more audio in your voice and come up. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, reading 17 to 21, 17 says, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the family of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. 18. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked, from his wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his sins, but his blood I will require at thine hand. 19. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity sins. But if thou hast delivered thy soul. 20. Again, when a righteous man doeth turn from his righteous righteousness and commit iniquity sins, I lay a stumbling block before him. He shall die, because there has not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at thine hand. 20 to 1. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin is not, and he doeth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned, also has delivered thy soul. You see that? So you see, that's why it's so important for the fear is to get to the elders, because, you know, I, I like sweet sweet. And all way I'm going to get these sleeps, I got to know that the elders and all the six and only camps understand this thing because a lot of them going to come all kind of ways and bring up some kind of moon on them. And and, and you got to read them jubilee, let them know. Yahweh says they're going to go wrong messing up that moon because I ain't gave no information about doing a feast day or a Sabbath day change in the moon. We read what the way he operated. So you gotta let the best of them bust the gun and just say, okay, when it crumbles now, we're going back now, Elder Yadda Israel, to the twenty third chapter. We going back to the twenty third chapter, Elder of the Biggest. Elder Yadda Israel. Because see one thing about it, these counts and see, they members come soon later after, after, hey, listen, 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 big camp. We know we need big old camps, but why are we observing the moon, period, about anything, even though all we supposed to do is what his word is saying. His word tells us, hey, build us the first month <laughs> on the Semitic or Hebrew calendar, they call it. And once we find out when, whenever it's, a, B of one, we know on the 10th day, 
We got to throw a piece of this store, give them some pads or something. We'll get that. Then on the 14th day, with the start on the 13th at night, we got to start doing, we, we eat them up and drink them up then. Then we know when we come out of that day, we go on to the 15th day called our living bread. And we're going to do that from the 14th to the 21st. We're going to do our living bread from the 14th to the 21st. Now that's the first two weeks. I ain't heard nothing making about no moon. Now we going a little further. We going to the to the next feast. And what I'll be looking for is any sign of Yahweh getting order to Moses about the children of Israel to do anything that came to moon. We going to read it. And the other one right here in the 23rd chapter. And we're going to start reading them. And we're going to listen to him reiterating right back to the children of Israel again. Take a verse one. We do, we do a little reading them. Take a time here to uh, Yahweh Israel. We're gonna talk, but what we're going to be looking for is any sign of Yahweh saying to the moon any time on the Sabbath day or a feast day. We're going to find out. He's talking now to Moses. Pick up verse 1, Ellen. We're going to read a little bit. I'm going to break in in a minute. So be listen to those here break in after I feel appointed is in real plainly. So come on, Ellen. Take your time and come on. 23, verse 1. We read a little bit. Book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse number 1 reads Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse number two, speak unto the family of Israel and say unto them, concerning the feast of Yahweh, which you shall proclaim to be righteous convocations, even these are my feasts. Verse number three, six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest, a righteous convocation. You shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of Yahweh. And all your dwellers. Verse number four. These are the feasts of Yahweh, even righteous convocations, which you shall proclaim in their season. Verse five. In the fourteenth day of the first month at evening is Yahweh's Passover. Verse six. Now the fifteenth day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto Yahweh. Seven days. You must eat unleavened bread. Verse number seven. The first day you shall have a righteous convocation. You shall do no survival work therein. Verse number eight. You shall offer an offering made by fire unto Yahweh seven days. And the seventh day is a righteous convocation. You shall do no survival work therein. Verse number nine. Let's go see it get in there. So now you see, here he is, Moses going back over what was said in the Exodus. Do you see anything that came to a moon? Jesus, this is a count system. Once you find out that a bill is the first month, now you know doing 10th 
day of that month passed. I know it's on the 14th day of that month. And after you complete that, you go right off into the unleavened bread, the second piece. You do that from the 14th day to the 21st. Uh, still, that's not like somebody counting. That's not like Moses told them elders to start counting from when the sun set, when the sun set, when the sun set. That's a count system going on. Now, all of a sudden, somebody can say something in verse number nine. Hey, elders, what was said in verse number nine? Book of Leviticus 23, verse number 9 reads, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Right there, right there. So now you got the almighty big man is talking to Moses. Now listen to what he says in verse 15. Fix him on account. Be prepared to listen. Because sooner or later you're going to be coming in contact with people Using these words called the moon observance. And that's why they, they're going to go wrong every time. But all to remember, Yahweh spake unto Moses. Now, um, hey, Mother E. Hey, Mother E. You know, Psalms 11, verse 3. Can you have those sit out there, Mother E? Hey, Mother E. What can, what, uh-huh. what can you, Psalms 11, verse 3. What can we read there, Mother the book of Psalms, chapter 11, verse 3. Mm-hmm. Psalms, chapter 11, verse 3, read. Mm-hmm. Psalms, chapter 11, verse 3. Mm-hmm. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If your foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? No. And Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. Can you help the national audience out in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3? See, if you don't have your foundation, you might mean well. But what can you do? What can you do? But if you remember these verses right here, Deuteronomy 8, verse 3 and verse 6. Hey, Mother E, what does it say we can read? And Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, and verse 6. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, and verse 6. Verse 3 reads, And he honored thee, and suffered thee to humble, and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not, neither did not your father. No, that he might make thee know that man do not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Yahweh do man live. Verse 6. Therefore, thus shall keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, to walk in his ways and to fear him. Mm-hmm. So, Mother, we live by every word of our mighty one. And he said, keep my law, statutes, and commandments, and fear him. That's what he said, Mother. And what he said in verse 11, Mother, you might as well put a little overkill on the way he said in verse 11. 
Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11. Beware that thou forget not the Yahweh, your Yahweh, and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. That's big talk. You know, you tell your, your, your grandbabies of them, some songs and dogs you had once one time ago. You said, watch yourself now. You're getting close. You're getting so close to get this belt. Oh, that belt is getting close to you. That belt is getting close. Better watch yourself. Right now. I'm, I'm just inching to grab that belt and just tag you off a nice one behind. See? So you see what the man's saying. That's good. So you said, I watch yourself now. Remember, you live by every word he say. Now, if you if you going on something that he ain't said, you should not watch yourself. All right, good. That's that's enough build up on that. So now, Elder, we know Yahweh is talking. Now, watch what the word he used in verse 15. See, when you use the word Elder in verse 15, and it's going to be a powerful word. And what he said in verse 15, you know, he, I wrote that one verse 15. And let's see what he said in verse 15. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse number 15 reads, And you shall count unto you <laughs> from the morrow after the Sabbath. Hey, hey, yo, hey, yo, that was excellent. Now, you see what's going on here. I mean, come on now. You got to get these teachers right. Listen, you hear the man saying? Now, listen, Yahweh telling Moses exactly what to tell Jamel. He told Moses, tell them angels, them elders to do what? And at the same time, he's going to tell them teachers. And when teachers get before the congregation, they got to hear his word the way you find that word, elder. Now, elder, you know you. Now you not you really knocked out the park on that word. So you might well bring it again. Come on. Because Leviticus three, verse fifteen reads, And you shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath. Count what? From the day. For the day that you brought the seat of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. So, elder, the elder, when you tell the teachers, according to verse 15, what would you emphasize to the teachers in verse 15? What would you emphasize to the teachers in verse 15? I'm all ears. It will come out. And you shall count unto you count from what? the morrow mm-hmm. after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the seat of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. You shall count seven Sabbaths. You tell them teachers you got to count seven Sabbaths. Now they got to know. You count. That's the word. Count. You ain't observing anything. Count. Put a whole bunch of rocks 
out there in, in your yard somewhere and then keep taking away a rock at a time or something. Count. Is that what you're saying? Where is there in verse 16 of him? Verse number 16, Leviticus 23, verse 16. Even on tomorrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you number 50 days, and you shall offer a new meat offering unto Yahweh. And, and what is the number, another word for the word number is, is written in 15. What is the number, what is another word for, as a matter of fact, when you look in your New King James Bible, it uses the same word in 15. So what is a uh, another word used in verse 16, Adam? Come on. The book of Leviticus 23, verse 16. Even unto tomorrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you count 50 days. Hey, that.
you keep the commandments, got it, and ordinance the way you got it, you're going to get to where you got to get to. But if you don't, you'll get a place that you don't want to be at. And um, read that, elder, you know, if you don't do right, elder, Mr. Kim, you'll get to a 6624, and I don't think you want to get there, and Isaiah 6624, if you don't do right. This is what you got to read. So it's up to you to do right. When it comes down to Yahweh's feast days and seven days, it got nothing to do with moonlight. Now, you continuously promise all you Israelites can. And that's why this message got to be prayed everywhere. Come out from under that promise. When you're dealing with the feast days of Yahweh, it is a counter. Counter. If you don't count and do your feet there, 6624 of Isaiah, Errol, let's see what's going to happen to you. Let's, let's read about it. Come on. In the book of... Hey, I picked that up. Errol, because um, the WCC said we got we to miss somebody. Hey, Errol, let's see I mean, the elder young guy has to pick up 6624. Uh, the WCCM got a little upset now. They said, we're going we to mute him. Let's see what we got written. 6624. Elder young guy, Israel. The book of Isaiah 66, verse 24 reads, They shall go forth and look upon the caucuses of the men that have transgressed against me. For they worm shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched, and there shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. Yeah. So you see what happened to them? Mother, you hear that? Now the one that will continue to do this moon conversation talk. He said, it'll come a time, he told the seal to write, remember Mama, Mother read in Amos 3, verse 7, he would do nothing but reveal the secret to certain you continue to do this moon conversation and all these Sabbath days, these uh, drip, drip Sabbath days and feast days about a moon, this, your end going to be according to what? Uh, well, according to what? Y'all got this ready out of fear. Remember, y'all probably tell the fear exactly what you need to know. Now, look at another day thing. Fear, can you give me a Precept on that. Oh, you do the precept on that. Um, Elder, in the book of Mark, the book of Mark, Elder, the Latter Day Saints out of Utah community boy, want to precept. And 9.42, Elder, let's just give him a, a precept in 9.42 and check it out in the very See, sometimes you have to. Remember, you're always going to be hemmed up some kind of way. But you still got to be an extra spirit, and they want to precept, give them a precept, and get on back to what you're doing. Let's now, years have went away, and Yahweh now is on the face of the earth. You got the one that's going to carry on with him. And he caught him to the side and looked him eyeball to eyeball, you know. 
uh, take care of you real good. Yeah, you, you ever use that word before, Mother B? Well, Mother mm-hmm. I used the word be well, but maybe not in that context. Mm-hmm. So, so when you tell them be well, you let them know they're getting close enough to get something that they don't want. Tell them to be well because you're getting ready to get something you don't want. And that same thing you tell them, you, you, you're offering, look at it now. You, you're getting close enough for me to grab something and get and get with you. So watch yourself. And it's another word for be well. Watch yourself because you're close. You're itching up on something that you ain't going to like. Okay. Read verse 6 again, Mother. 8 verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 6. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, to walk in his ways and to fear him. Mm-hmm. So you see what he's saying? So he's saying, oh, tell you, be well now. And we live by what he's saying. So now, here the God got Israel. We're back on the scene. And with that, with that terminology Mother just used, be well, not to keep his law, statutes, and commandments. What do you say in 23 and 24? The other? What do you say in the Leviticus chapter 23, verse 23 and 24? The other? What do you say? In the book of uh, Genesis? Yes, that's <laughs> in that Leviticus. Thank you, Mother. They, 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 they were saying that uh, Leviticus 23, because he's back and talking a little bit more. What he said in verse 23 and 24, matter of fact, um, I got a strange feeling this tape needs to be put in one of them slots there, um, producer. Hey, producer, you put this tape on one of them slots because I think this right here is going to be a tape that's going to be, um, let me get a preacher. Hold on. Hey, hey, mother. Hey, Mother Lee, I need to get a precept. This tape going to be a what? We're going to the book of Hosea 24. This tape right here is going to be something that we can read, Mother, in the 24th chapter. We're going, we're going to read what this tape is going to be, Mother. It's how the ministry operates. So this tape is going to be what? We're going to read. And... and Book of Hosea, now called Joshua 24, verse number 22. What does it say in verse 22? And this tape here got to go on the, on one of them slots. So when we drag our feet, we put this tape on. Uh, 24, 22, mother. The book of Joshua, beautiful Oshia, chapter 24, verse 22. Verse 22. And Joshua, Oshia, said unto the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen, that you have chosen you, the Yahweh, to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Mm-hmm. What's that verse 26, Mother? Verse 26. 
26 reading. And, and Oshia wrote these words in the book of the law of Yahweh and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary temple of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we quit. This thing, see, mother, this table here is going to be a witness against those that's going to continue to do this wound thing. This table going to be a witness against them. So they're not there to do serious tape. But this table going to be a witness against them, mother. So now, Elder, look, Elder, guy Israel. Look what he said in verse 23 and 24 to Elder. Leviticus 23, verse 23 and 24. What did it say, Elder? The book of Leviticus 23, verse number 23, verse 24 reads. Book of Leviticus 23, verse 23. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 24, speak unto the family of Israel, saying, in the seventh month, the first day of the month, you have a Sabbath, a memorial blowing of the trumpets, a righteous assembly. Now here we're off into another a memorial blowing the trumpet. Again, it's set up again by the seventh month. The first day of the month, you have a memorial blowing the trumpet. There you go, Solomon, again, about account system. What do you say in verse 26 and 27, Elder? Verse number 26, Leviticus 23, 26. Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 27, Also on the tenth day of this seventh month, there shall be a day of an atonement, shall be a righteous convocation unto you, you shall afflict your soul and offer an offering made by fire unto Yahweh. Again, account system. Hell, get to the teachers. Account system. Yahweh said this thing is account system. After you get through with that, a more first day of the month, he said, now, Wait until the tenth day of the month. That means you got to count from the first day to the tenth day. That count system. Nothing to do with no moons were told to Moses to tell the elders to tell tell the family. It is a count system. Keep that in mind. According to this tape. Now, let's get down to verse 31. Here, let's see what's going on in verse 31. Let's do it. The fire was going on in verse 31. 31, and take it on down to verse number 37. Listen to us. Now, what we'll be looking for, we're looking for any signs of the word called moon. Any sign of the word called moon. We're going to be listening from 30. One to thirty-six. We'll be looking real carefully for the word moon. Now, Mother E, if you hear anything about moon, 
you break in real quick on the hill now and say, I heard it. I heard the words move. Come on, yo. The book of Leviticus 23, verse 31 through 36 reads. Leviticus 23, verse 31. You shall do no manner of work. It shall be a statue forever throughout your generation and all your dwellings. Verse 32. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest. And you shall afflict your soul in the ninth day of the month at evening. From evening unto evening shall you celebrate your Sabbath. Number 33. Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 34. Speak unto the family of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the feast of tabernacle for seven days. Unto Yahweh. Verse 35. On the first day shall be a righteous convocation. You shall do no severe work therein. Verse 36. Seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire unto Yahweh. On the eighth day shall be a righteous assembly unto you. And you shall offer an offering made by fire unto Yahweh. There's a solemn assembly. And you shall do no severe work therein. <laughs> Hey, hey, Mother Eve, did you hear anything about a moon, Mother? No. Mother Eve, you hear nothing about no moon? Right now, if, no. if anybody bring you a moon conversation, you know they just don't want to do right, Mother. If anybody talk about a moon to you about a feast day or a Sabbath day, then you already know they just, they just ain't going to do right. Not a fact, Mother. You might well just uh, read that the precept in Jeremiah 44, verse 4 and 16, mother. So, mother, so you have to make sure that you listen real carefully at who bring you conversation. If they bring you conversation about that, then what you have to, you have to look on your cue card and see what it says in 44, verse 4 and 16 of Jeremiah. Hey, mother, what is that we can read in Jeremiah 44, verse 4 and 16? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 4 and verse 16. Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 4. Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 4 and verse 16. Verse 4 reads, Howbeit, I sent unto you all my servants, the seal, rising early and sending them, saying, O do not this abominable thing that I hate. Verse 16. As for the words that thou hast spoken unto us in the name of the Yahweh, we will not hearken unto thee. Do you understand, Mother? Hey, Mother, you think you say it? This is uh, Jeremiah's theater. We know you speaking from the words of Yahweh, but we ain't going to listen. You hear that, Mother? You understand, Mother? So we ain't gonna hear that. Give me a precept on that, mother. Give me 
Ezekiel 3, verse 7 and 10. 3, verse, three verse Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 7, 10, and 27. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 7, 10, and 27. What did you say that, Mother E? Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 10. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17 and 27. Ezekiel Uh chapter 3. Uh Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 7. But the family of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me, for all the family of Israel are impotent and hard-headed. Mm-hmm. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thy mind, and hear with thy ears. 27. But when I speak with thee, I will open thy mouth, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, he that heareth, let him hear, and he that forbears, let him forbear. For they are a rebellious family. You hear that, Mother? You say what we do with mother? We do what kind of family mother we do with mother? Rebellious family. Rebellious family. You see, it's a thing of Cannot help it. 
he, he found the man is equal. He said, they don't know a fear is an immensity. Uh, Mother, give me um, 3, 1, 11. Can I get, can I get 3, 1, 11, Mother? 3, 1, and 11. Ezekiel. Three, Ezekiel. one, one, eleven. Ezekiel. Chapter three, verse one and verse eleven. Ezekiel chapter three, verse one. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, he said thou find it. Eat this rose and go speak unto the family of Israel. Verse eleven. And go get thee to them of the captivity, unto the children of the people, and speak unto them, and tell them, Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Mm-hmm. So he said, Go get the thou people. That word means thou people. Go get to your people's people. Your people, the children of Israel. So now we talk. He's talking to the six and on the camp. I know the world is listening, but this message is for thy people, the children of Israel. And we're not anti anybody. We just approach 12 tribes of Israel because we follow the instructions. This message is given to us for the children of Israel to consume this Bible on what he's saying. Now, we, now we, we ain't heard nothing about a moon yet from the record. From the record scripture. So now those that will continue to talk about a moon, then we know they rebellious, mother. And once they know, but once we know you rebellious, then he asked them to say about that, mother, in Jeremiah 13. So, mother, you got to everybody from the page of the book, mother. You got to watch whoever comes before you, you got to take your personal out of it. And watching from the book, mother. That's the game changer, especially in leadership. You're watching from the page of the book. After you know you're going to show what the scripture says and all that good stuff, mother, then you have to look at this Bible and call it away what the Bible calls it. We're going to the 13th chapter of Jeremiah, mother. And we'll pick up verse number 8, 8 down to verse 10. What it says in 13, chapter of Jeremiah, 8 down to verse 10. Now, he's talking to eight. Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. He's talking to Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. It was all in that southern kingdom. What he's saying to the mother that we can read, and who's saying what to who, and 13, verse 8, down to verse number 10. Look at Jeremiah, chapter 13, verses 8 to 10. Verse 8. Then the word of the Yahweh come unto me, saying, verse 9. Thus said the Yahweh, after this manner will I mind the pride of Judah and the great pride of not that Judah. Verse 10. This evil people, which refuse to hear my words, which walk in the 
imagination of their mind and walk after other outlaws to serve them and to worship them. They'll even be at this girl, which is good for nothing. Hey, 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 Moses. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, and Simeon, even this day, what is they good for right now? Now, this word said it's good for nothing. That's all we go on, Mother, what the word say. So the word, this message was to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. And, and the word saying specifically, they are good for nothing. Well, Mother, get down to verse 15, and let's see what Jeremiah said behind that down to verse 17. So we might, we might want to add a little bit more to it, Mother. Because one thing about it, this is not going to change. Now, Jeremiah, he was called the weeping Jeremiah. And this is where they get the word from Jeremiah being a weeping man. He wanted a weeping man just to be weeping. He was weeping for a specific reason, Mother. And we're going to read to 15 down to verse 17. See what's going on, Mother, we can read 15 down to verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 15 through 17, verse 15. Hear you, and yet hear, be not cried, for the Yahweh has spoken. 16. Give honor to the Yahweh, your Yahweh, before he calls darkness, and before your feet. Upon the dark mountains, and while you look light, he turned, he turned it into the shadow of death, and make it grow dark. Verse seventeen. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places. For your pride and mine eyes shall weep for and run down with tears because the Yahweh's plot is carried away yet. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes you might see those see him, I have a couple of handkerchiefs with me. But he'll walk away when you look at the six and nine account sometimes, he get his cry in. You know, you get his cry in because he sees which way you're going, and we and we try to tell you. And what Jeremiah was saying, that's why they call him the weeping seer. A lot of you weeping because he sees. He said, "Why y'all don't pay me no never mind?" I'm telling you, if you don't do his law, statutes, commandments the way he tell you to do it, the man gonna do you some 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 damage. Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Tim. He said, right now you got the protocol of good for nothing, according to verse 10. When Jeremiah told him all that boldly, he talked boldly to him, then he went behind the tree and pulled his handkerchief out and wiped his eyes. Start crying. Don't see it. He do a lot of crying, too, but you'll never see it. You'll never see it. Because he see which way you're heading. If you don't take heed to his hand and put that moon stuff down, and don't get in order. You didn't see the seal cry. No. 
But he cries loud for you to take on account. So you see what you own according to the Bible. And then those will come before you, and they sit around, and they still talk about some moon and some, and, and some cock moons and some sorrow. No, 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 no. The Bible don't support none of that. That's not the rules and regulations. You ought to get away from that for a man bun you in the fire. Now back to our elders in Leviticus 23, and now we're going to pick it up, elders, in verse 39. And we're going to read a little bit more. Now, remember, Mother E is listening for the, the instructions about a moon. So if anybody bring you up a moon, you know every day. If they talk moon, they rebel because if it's a moon talk about the feast day, we get down to the to the crux of it now, and I ain't heard moon yet. Hey, hey, Marie, have you heard the word moon yet, Marie? Hallelujah, Hallelujah, All right, good. Thirty-nine, Elder. Y'all got here. Let's get a little more reading, Elder. Let's check it out in verse forty-one. Because we listen real carefully for this word called a moon. 39 to 41, come on. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse number 39 to 41 reads, Leviticus 23, verse 39. Also in the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the fruit of the land, you shall keep a feast unto Yahweh. Seven days. Seven days on the first day shall be a Sabbath, and on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath. Verse number 40, you shall take, and you shall take you on the first day the boughs of a goodly tree, branches of palm trees, and the branches of palm trees, and the boughs of thick trees and willows of the brooks, and you shall rejoice before Yahweh, your Yahweh, seven days. Number 41. You should keep it a feast unto Yahweh seven days in the year. It shall be a statue forever. And your generation shall celebrate it in the seventh month. Hey, hey, who did you tell to in verse 42? Who did you tell all this? And you got to celebrate for El on the seventh month. Who did you tell to according to verse 42 and verse number 44? Who did you tell to El? 42 and 44. Leviticus 23, 42. You shall dwell in booths seven days. All that are Israelite born shall dwell in booths. Verse 44. And Moses declared unto the family of Israel the feast of Yahweh. <laughs> ah, my, my. Now, that's it. That's it. I ain't heard nothing about a moon for anybody to bring me a moon conversation. No, you just rebellious. See, if you've been rebellious, you've been rebellious. There ain't no moon conversation in his feast days, nor his Sabbath days. But when you talk wrong, you got to remember what the king did once they brought in the book. He ripped his garbage. So wait a minute. Uh, you might have meant well, my teacher, and these other camp, but you, you, you're not 
You're not, you didn't teach us right. You might have meant well. That's why I said maybe it takes is to help them understand if you talk moon about Sabbath day or feast day, you'll go wrong. You're not taught with it. It's time to be taught with it. We see nothing about no feast day based upon the moon. So if anybody brings that talk, you gotta let them know you've been taught wrong. There's nothing in about the feast day you observe the moon. No. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to secretly bring in Mother Z, and Mother Z going to give a commentary or, you know, what we said or whatever all might put on her. And I'm going to ask her a question. Did she hear anything in the conversation about a feast day based upon observing any time the moon? We're going to bring in Mother Z, see what all might put on her to tell the national audience or what she got to tell them. But I'm going to ask you a question after I introduce her and introduce myself to her. <laughs> ask you a question. Hey, Mother E, Mother Z, one of the mothers out of town, got quite details to ready. Yahweh, bless and keep you still, Israel, a royalty. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Mother Z. Now, Mother Z, I want to ask you a question. You know one thing that you've been looking real careful. Did you hear anything based upon a feast day supposed to be observed at any time by the moon? You on the clock, come on. I'm just going to say, have a little because I haven't been listening to the whole lesson. Oh, okay. But what did Almighty put on you? Tell the national audience, so what have you put on your paper to tell the national audience on tape number 97? Take your time now, Mother, you on the clock, come on. Um, okay, I'm going to read in, um, I'm going to read in Proverbs, um, um, in, um, Proverbs. Chapter 5, start reading at verse 1. My son, attend unto to my wisdom, and bow down, bow their ear to my understanding. Verse, verse 2 that thou might regard this regard, I don't okay pronounce that word, thee, and that thou lips may keep knowledge. Verse 3, for, for the lips of a stranger, strange woman drop as, as an honeycomb and her mouth is smooth, smoother than all. Verse 4. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp, sharp as a two-edged sword. Verse 5. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. 
verse 6. That's you. As should it pound, 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 pound the path of life, her ways are more, 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 him that thou that you cast not cannot know them. Verse seven. Hear hear me now, therefore, O E children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Verse eight. Remove remove the thy way fast from her, her from her, and come not near the door of her house. Verse nine. Let let out lest you give thine honor unto others and that yield unto thy curse cruel. And I'm going to say, hallelujah. 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 All right, Mo, we got, we got, we got the point. No doubt about it. But one thing about it, mother, elders, and all the sisters on the council, you got to watch your congregation on the page of the book. It's nothing personal, but if you want your blessing, you got to watch everybody from the page of the book. Now, Moses, now Moses completed everything he said. Now, the next Moses in charge was Joshua. And now, I want to hear the conversation that he got. I want to find out the kind of conversation he got. Let's see if did he deviate from anything that was told to Moses. Hey, the y'all die Israel. We're going to look at um, 1 through 9 of the book of Hoshiel, Beautiful Joshua. And chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse 9. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to what Yahweh said to him. You're going to listen real carefully. And mother, listen real carefully what was told to him. And we, let's see that he changed anything that happened. Hey, other y'all got Israel, just slide right over to 5, verse 10 of the same book. 5, verse 10. They say 1 through 9 and 5, verse 10, Elder Yah got Israel contained. Elder Yah got Israel? Where are you over there? WCC, where I'm going to hear Still, we got to mute somebody. We want to mute the, the other elder now. Ain't that something? All right, mother. It seems like mother, we want to take it on in, mother, a couple more. So we got the big dignitary. They're not happy right now with us. So now, mother, mother, eat. Can you help those kids out in one down to verse nine, and and Mother Z, 
Family 5, verse 10. Waiting on me in 5, verse 10, that mother be. Have me Joshua 5, 10. But mother E, have me 1 down to verse 9. A book is It's uh, Joshua 1 down to verse 9. Then mother Z going to have me um, 5 down to verse 10. Big Zig and Terry today, they're not happy with the threat. So they're gonna the book of Joshua, beautiful Ocea. Well, you can skip verse four. Yes, but don't read verse four. Skip over verse three. One down to three. Skip down to five through nine. Let's see it says in Joshua chapter one, one down to verse three, then five down to verse nine. What does it say that mother? Okay, the book of Joshua, chapter one. Verses 1 to 3 and 5 to 9. The book of Ocea, chapter 1, verse, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Yahweh, it came to pay that the Yahweh spake unto Ocea, the son of Noah, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this daughter, thou and all the people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, verse 5, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the day of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail 